0: This is your host, Terry Noland, and this is your community. Come on in, grab a seat, and strap in. Hello, literacy leaders. I am coming to you this week with a very special podcast, one that is very near and dear to my heart. And today is a really special day, Monday, March 28th, 2022. Very special day because we launched today our campaign and awareness about our Spotlight on Dyslexia virtual conference. And today I wanted to create a podcast for you that told you why this conference is so special, to give you an insider look and an insider view about what it takes to pull off such a monumental conference. This conference is so very near and dear to my heart. When I became employed at Learning Ally over 16 years ago, I came into a world of dyslexia. That's what I know. That's what my expertise is in. I was around uh, students. I was around parents. I was around educators that dyslexia was the thing that we talked about. It was the thing that, that we d- had discussions about and I I read research around and I became certified as an academic language practitioner in order to help students with dyslexia. My heart, my passion is for students with dyslexia. Now my heart has grown three sizes that day in the words of the Grinch because I do care about individuals that are struggling for other reasons and not meeting levels of proficiency, but my heart belongs with dyslexia. So today I wanted to share with you all that behind the scenes knowledge around why Spotlight on Dyslexia is the conference that you need to be at? It's the conference you need to be at for 10 different reasons. And I'm going to go through those 10 different reasons with you today, helping you understand why this conference is so critical in the education space. So let's start. Number one Spotlight on Dyslexia turns seven years old today seven years old Uh, a quick funny story my daughter got married last summer and uh with that marriage came the addition of a of a young man the the individual that she married her husband came with a little six-year-old boy and he turned seven this week and uh so when when he came into the family we were starting to ask, and, and I don't have any grandkids. And we started to ask him, you know, what are you going to call me and my husband? And uh, immediately my husband became Sarge. My husband was in the Air Force. And so Sarge was just a natural fit. And I remember Wyatt l- looking at me, and and we were asking, "What, well, what are you gonna, what are you gonna call Kenzie's mom?" And he looked at my husband and Sarge, and uh, he looked at me, and he said, "Large." Sarge and large, and I looked at him and and raised that finger and wagged that finger with a smile on my face, and I said, "Absolutely not." Well, Wyatt turns seven this week. I just want to put in perspective the age of a seven-year-old. Spotlight on dyslexia turns seven this year. So to complete the story, I am not. Large. It is not Sarge and Large. We landed on Sassy. Sarge and Sassy. Those are our grandparent names. All right. Funny little story, but Spotlight on Dyslexia is seven years old. Wow. I look back on that and think about the history of this virtual conference. We were doing virtual conferences before virtual conferences were a thing. We were doing them We were leaders in this space, learning ally. We were leaders in this space. Those of you that know us as an audiobook solution, you should know us also in the fact that we were leaders in virtual conferences. And this may surprise you to know that when we started out seven years ago, it was a parent focused conference. We realized in that first year when we were uh, trying to get parents to attend to learn more about how to support their student at home. We had so many teachers coming. See, it was so evident in that first year, we need to make sure that we are providing this conference to teachers. Teachers were raising their hands. Educators, administrators, individuals that were in the classroom were saying, we need a conference. So in that next year, we expanded. And now, seven years later, we are an educator-focused conference, an administrator-focused conference on Dyslexia. Spotlight on Dyslexia is seven years old this year. Bring the balloons, bring the streamers, because we are excited and proud of that fact. All right, number two. Over the past several years, we have become one of the largest online educational conferences in the entire industry. And you ask, well, how do you know that? I'm going to tell you how I know that. I attend a lot of conferences. I interact with a lot of people. I interact with individuals that are putting on big conferences around the country, and I know their registration numbers. And Learning Ally Spotlight on Dyslexia Conference blows them out of the water. There's only one conference out there that we may not match. ASU GSV, many of you might know that education conference. But I've not come across another one that stands even close to the registration numbers that we have. And in fact, because you're listening to this podcast, you're our family, you're our friends. I'll just tell you what that number is. We've had over 9,000 registrations every year for the past two years, and we plan to supersede that this year. There is a hunger, there is a thirst, and we are prepared with our technology to fill the gap. We have to, we have to, because kids are at stake. That was number two. Number three, every year, when we host that conference, when it's over on that Friday afternoon in June, we all take a deep breath. We usually jump on an internal call just to do the high fives and say, whoo, we made it to the end of the day. But guess what happens the following week? We start doing what's called retrospective, and we look at what worked, what didn't work, what could have been better, How can we up level? We are always, always looking to see what we can do better. I love that about us. This worked well. We got to keep it. The people want this. The people the people are looking forward to we we included the networking rooms last year. You being able to meet video to video, face to face with educators across the country that you have never met before, just like an in-person conference. It worked and it worked really well. And we got to keep it. We got to keep that personal connection with people. We do that every year. We also have brainstorming meetings. Where we allow people thinking time to pour their heart, their soul, their vision into what we can do to make things better. I love that. We're always looking for something new. How can we up level? And when Learning Ally up levels, you up level. That's what I love. You get the benefit, and that up levels you as a professional. We always bring something new. Number four. And I mentioned this briefly with that Wonder Room connection, with chat functionality. And in the past couple of years, we've done something called deep dives. We want to create community connection. We want you to feel like you are a part of a community. Community matters. You know what? The uh, um, owners of Chick fil A, uh, Dan and Truick, Kathy, they say all the time, that as they get bigger, they've got to get smaller. Now, what does that mean as they get bigger? And Chick-fil-A has exploded over the years, but they knew that as they grew bigger, they had to get smaller. We know that about Spotlight on Dyslexia. 9,000 people, I mean, if we were in person, think what that would look like, 9,000 people, okay? But we're online. We're big. There's thousands of people attending live. There's thousands more watching the recordings. And as big as that is, we got to make it feel small. We got to make it feel like that that you do have those connections within community. And we do create those connections to our educator community well beyond the day of Spotlight on Dyslexia. As we get bigger, we want to get smaller. We want to make you feel like you can reach out, ask that question and get that question answered in an ongoing environment that is positive, that's reinforcing, that's encouraging and is responsive. The responsive part is critical. We don't want you trying to ask a question out into the ether and just not getting any feedback. No, we want to love on you. We want to love on you. We want to give you answers. We want to give you hope. We want to like your stuff. So creating that community connection. That was number four. Number five, what I like to talk about a lot is our students' benefit. When we get better, everybody else around us gets better, including our students. One of the things that we make sure of in selection of speakers is that we do have enough content that says, wow, here's that walkaway strategy. Here's that thing that I can try in my classroom tomorrow. It's what I needed. I'm going to try it and see what works because it's all evidence-based. Do you realize that when our speakers come to us and fill out our call for proposals, We make sure that they check the box and say that they agree to the things that Learning Ally believes in. We believe in the science of reading. We believe that dyslexia is real. We believe that that in order to effectively impact student outcomes, we need to intervene early. We need to assess early. We need to provide evidence-based, structured literacy programming for students. We, I mean, we are asking individuals that are speakers, you have to agree to these things before we'll allow you to come. We also want to make sure what is the audience going to walk away with? We want to make sure you walk away with things that you can use because what benefit is it if you become content rich and strategy poor? There's no, there's no value there. Great that you're content rich, but if you don't apply it, you can't change students. So students benefit. We're giving you people. We're giving you expertise. We're giving you knowledge that says, here's some great stuff, but let me tell you how to use it in the classroom. That's number five, number six, number six. And this one, yeah. Yeah this one's near and dear to my heart too. The team behind the conference. The Learning Ally team. We work all year long on all of our events that we do. We meet weekly. We sit on a Zoom call. We talk about what's going to be good for you. We, we brainstorm, we ideate, we work on the technology, the messaging, making sure things are exactly right for you. The team is incredible. And it's a cross-functional team of our IT department, our marketing department, community involvement, our partnerships and, and sponsors and so many others, our customer support teams and our educator success team, our district partnership teams. I'm telling you, it is a cross-functional team and there is unity. I talk all the time about the need for unity in our curriculums across schools. I'm giving you an example right now of how we create unity in the Learning Ally team. And, uh, There's one individual that, that we stand on the shoulders of, and her name is Eleanor. And, and as she amazes me every single year, and I tell her all the time, she creates things for me that I didn't even know I needed. And it shows up on my desk at the right time in the right moment, because she can see the needs of other people. Eleanor is a literacy leader. And she leads in a grand and great way because she has vision. She has vision to see what other people need. I see the application of that as literacy leaders in our classroom. You see somebody struggling down the hall, step in, fill the gap, give them something they they need that they didn't even know they needed. That's what being a literacy leader is all about. I could go on and on about the learning ally team, but you get the picture. It is a team effort that pulls this conference off. Number seven. Now, this is a big one for me because I have to get them. You have to get them. And that is our CE certificates. They matter. Now, listen, I talk all the time about the need for growth, the need to grow as an individual and as a professional. And don't just always hang your hat on the fact of, well, I attended the thing I got the I got the slides. I got my certificate. Check. Don't don't just stop there. CEs are so important. Like I said, I need them. And in fact, I use the spotlight on dyslexia CE certificates to renew my academic language practitioner license. That's what I use. I apply, I, I'm a product of the product right that's i i plan every year june is my time because i'm going to go in and i know i can't attend live cuz i'm all over the place that day but i know i can watch the recordings which brings me to number 8 <clears throat> number 8 is watch the recordings we make sure because on the day of we get it we get it it's hard to sit down on the day of and and sit there all day long. Now we do it as a team on the back end because we want to provide the amazing experience for you, but we get it. You might have classes and you might be popping in on your lunch break and and we know the value of watching that recording. I also know the value of listening live and then going back and watching the recording It's like that transaction theory in literacy. You know, the transaction theory, the transaction theory states that when I read a piece of content, I based on my current background, knowledge, schema, mental models, all of those things, where I am as a person, my social, emotional development and learning, I read a passage and yeah, I got this out of it. I come back a month later, I'm a different person in a different place. I've learned new things. I've applied new things. I've interacted with new people and developed new relationships. When I come back a month from now, oh, I didn't even hear that the first time. Wow, I didn't even realize that's what they were saying the first time. And I'm taking a whole new set of notes. We do that intentionally for you. Go back and watch. But once again, don't be content rich and strategy poor. So don't get in there and all I ever do is just watch, 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 watch. Walk away, apply, walk away, apply, walk away, apply. I love the ACT strategy, ACT. Looking at the content, what am I going to apply? What am I going to change? And what am I going to teach or tell someone else? The ACT strategy, ACT, apply, myself, change in my own practice or teach or tell someone else the value of watching over and over. Our content will be available until December. That gives you a lot of time. Don't wait until the last moments, right? This year, number nine, we realize the importance of recognition. I'm big about recognition. And in fact, in our educator community, we feature teachers every single Friday, and it is so rewarding to see these feature teachers. But it's not just teachers we need to feature. We also need to have put a spotlight on schools that are getting it right. We need to put a spotlight on districts that are getting it right. This year, we are incorporating a moment of recognition and awards, and I just love it. I love that we are spotlighting and putting a national national light on educators, schools, and districts because it matters. And we want people around them to be in attendance to see this recognition, to see this person being put up on a, a pedestal. We're going to announce our national achievement award winning educators We're going to put a spotlight on schools, on districts. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Recognizing schools that won in the great reading games. You know what? In education today, when it's so hard, when it's tough, when I go home and I'm completely drained, I've given every ounce that was in my bucket, we need recognition. And we're doing that at Spotlight on Dyslexia. Another thing that we're doing kind of connects to several of the themes here and value of community connection. But this is kind of another cool thing that we're doing is that we are inviting some of our community members to introduce our speakers. You know, I lose sight of, and I've got to be reminded, I lose sight of the fact that I get to talk to these speakers. Because we're doing recruiting, we're working with them. And some of these speakers are like, I have looked up to this person for so long. I'll I'll take one that we've got coming this year. Tim Odegaard, Dr. Tim Odegaard and his work in dyslexia. Did you know Tim is dyslexic? His son is dyslexic. I've visited with Tim several times working on some projects with Tim. And I lose sight of the fact that I get to sit across from Tim. And others that are looking up to his work and seeing something cool about his work, we are now going to be allowing community members to come in and introduce them from the live stage, that live virtual stage, talk to them in the green room, the prep room, and introduce that speaker. How cool is that? How cool is that? Because we understand the value of placing educators around the feet of experts. This takes me to my very last point. And that is our content, our content. I told you before our process for selecting speakers and, and really looking what is needed right now in the world of dyslexia, and the world of education. This year, 2022, our seventh birthday, our theme is listen, learn, lead. Listen to the research. We've got several individuals coming to talk about the research. Tim Odegaard is one of those. What is the newest research out there in the world of dyslexia? Because you know research comes at a fast pace. What's new? What's evolving? What's changing? Learn. Now, learn. Learn. Learn those strategies. Don't get content rich and strategy poor. Learn the strategies. This is where we've got practitioners coming in the day-to-day in the classroom. We always talk about research to practice. I am telling you now, practice. This is where those individuals, we were so intentional in finding the literacy leaders out there making waves in, in dyslexia, doing amazing things, learn and apply. And then the last one, lead. We are about leading for transformation. Here's what is so cool about the world of dyslexia the world that I started in, the world that has my heart. The students that have my heart, the students that I continue to tutor, that's lead. We've got to lead transformation, okay? That's what we've got to be doing here, lead transformation. We've got several leaders that are going to be coming and talking about how to do that, how to lead. Dyslexia has really changed the landscape of what we know about how to teach all kids to read. Structured literacy, the tenets of structured literacy based on on science, based on effective instruction, that's good for all kids. Not to the rigor and level of intensity that might be needed for someone with dyslexia who needs a small group one-to-one, but the basis of the way that language, that reading should be taught, comes from the world of dyslexia. And how do we lead for transformation? our content is good. No, no, I'm wrong. Our content is awesome. We hear it year after year. I I think of the words of an individual that had reached out to us, and I got to interview her. Her name is Penny. And Penny, in my interview with her, she told me, she said, I've been doing this job for 40 years. Okay, I I I know it. If I've heard it once, I've heard it a hundred times. I've been doing this job for 40 years and I know I can count on something new at Spotlight on Dyslexia. I wouldn't miss it. That's somebody that's been doing this work for 40 years and she comes and finds value. That's my 10 things. I could probably come up with 10 more. Our Spotlight on Dyslexia conference is something else. We want you there. We want you there for all the reasons that I just mentioned. We want you there because I want to meet you. I want to meet you. I want to see your name in the chat. I want to see your face and your profile. I want to meet you in the Wonder Room. My team, the team at Learning Ally wants to meet you because you matter and your students matter. Okay, so... Well, oh my goodness, I'm fired up. Let's go. I'm ready to go uh, find out about the Spotlight on Dyslexia conference. Okay. What you can do is you can Google, just put into your Google uh, or your search bar, the just type in Learning Ally Spotlight Learning Series. Okay, that's the words, Learning Ally Spotlight Learning Series. It's going to take you to this landing page. You're going to scroll down just a tad or even click on the banner that says register now or go find the the direct link to the conference. Our website has launched. Marketing has launched. Social media posts with cool videos are going to be coming out. It's all here coming. Now you're asking the dates too, June 9th. And 10th, June 9th in the afternoon. And uh, okay, so here I go. You get a bonus one. We've got Monica Genta coming on Thursday evening. Okay, Monica Genta. Now you're like, I don't know Monica. She is an educator comedian. I was dead set. We're getting a comedian this year because we all need a little laughter and levity. She's coming in and and how to create 180 days of awesome. You are going to laugh. You are going to smile. It's going to be awesome. Okay. We're starting on Thursday afternoon. And then on Friday, we've got a keynote that you won't want to miss. Amir Baraka. And you might be saying, well, who is Amir Baraka? Well, Amir is a budding actor. He's done some stuff on Netflix and he's going to tell his journey with dyslexia. How it almost landed him in prison. A mere story is going to blow you away. So many more incredible people. Go check us out. Go Google uh, Learning Allies Spotlight Learning Series. Sign up today. And like I said, I cannot wait to see you there. Thank you for going on the journey today. Thank you for being present. Thank you for continuing to grow and learn. If we are going to make an impact on education, create significance in the lives of our students. We need you. If you wanna learn more about Learning Ally, visit us at learningally.org and be a part of a transformational community.